0: Hey, mama. What? Hey. Hello, you guys, and welcome to another episode of The Sip. I'm Rylantis Adams, of course, joined by
1: Elizabethist Homokist. <laughs> Welcome
0: back to our Halloween series of the podcast, where this week I got to choose what we were wearing. Do you regret everything? I regret most of it. I know your husband's kind of upset. Yeah. He didn't know you were gonna be like a slutty schoolgirl.
1: I didn't well, it's a devil, obviously. I'm clearly a slutty devil. You're the
0: devil, I'm the angel. Yeah. And not strategically picked, by the way. It just so it just so happened
1: that I gained 30 pounds and had to wear the larger costume.
0: I was like there was a small in one and a medium in the other and that's all they had and she's like perfect I'm the medium and I said well then
1: you're the devil mama and it all you know it checks out you know what I'm saying I'm pretty into it I think my gloves are on the wrong hands though do you feel sexier than ever um I feel sure (laughs) sure (laughs)
0: yeah all i wanted to do was like take a slutty picture with lizzie we're running late because today your plane was delayed by an hour hour, yeah and you when you do these day trips there's just enough time for us to fit everything in and right now we're like barely have an hour to record yeah otherwise i would have shaved for you all i would have put on a little eye moment for everyone
1: i like the natural look though it's like i feel like it's a good influence for our audience like you can be hot with no makeup on yeah
0: but the beard is throw, like do it, whatever it, you is want is it
1: fucked up that it doesn't throw me
0: i just i still think you look hot i think for like my own like
1: instagram photos yeah i would like to be clean shaved and this seems normal and fair good to me i i think we need to talk about the fact that both of us are wearing fake breastplates. oh why do we need to talk about that because i'm concerned that people are gonna think these are my real titties i go oh lizzie yours are so much bigger than mine and she goes no i just have my real boobs underneath yeah so these are not my titties. These, uh, uh, these are these are fake titties like Rylan's titties. They just happen to match my skin tone.
0: Lizzie's got her whip.
1: I got a whip and a... Did you scare yourself? A little. <laughs> I saw I'm that an angel. In... I'm not used to those I saw that things. in your eyes. They got bright for a second when you cracked the whip. Mm. That's so funny. Mm. Yeah, so... We're just a couple of girls in our fake toddies. I mean, I'm a little bit concerned that I'm going to have to wear these titties through the airport because I literally have to jump right off this couch into an Uber. Mm. And what if I go through that scanner thing and they're like, miss, what the fuck? I'm like, listen, <laughs> I think that
0: is the best vlog footage you could think of. But you
1: know, I'm not going to vlog that. You ha- I barely blog. I, barely- <laughs> I can't even say vlog. But we have good news. What? Um, it is official. I mean, I don't know. See, the fact that you don't know makes me feel unloved. Well, I just have to make
0: sure, like, Shane will give consent outside of your presence because you are like, you're a big presence. Oh,
1: so okay. So it's like,
0: I don't know if he felt like- Intimidated? Intimidated. By or my felt like he had to like- <laughs> What about me is intimidating? But Lizzie, since we have been thinking about the alpacas has, I mean, you saw it on the podcast, demanded, which a lot of people are still rubbed the wrong way. It's like giving them vibes of when you were all mad so, about the but couch. But here's the
1: deal. If I was a man, none of you would be upset about me being demanding. Amen. So you can suck my nuts well i don't know name your alpacas lizzie i don't have any
0: none of my men friends demand
1: who are your men things in the
0: way that you do
1: who are your men friends i mean i have a few name names
0: chris jared shane my dad my brother
1: (laughs) i mean (laughs) (laughs) i was watching a movie on the airplane on the way here mr harrigan's phone or something like that and um Mr. Harrigan gives this young boy a lesson, don't ask for what you need, demand what you want. And I was like, hell yeah, That's to Lizzie's the end yeah, 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 hell to the end. Yeah. And I will say, it, I don't think
0: it's boy, girl. I think it's Lizzie specific. Like you have a very right. but um, I, specific personality that I love about you. We'll You're not watch- afraid to ask for what you want. But sometimes I
1: need to remind you, we don't demand, we ask. I demand that you name your alpaca Lizzie. <laughs> I picked the one with the buck teeth and the screwed and up face. And so here's the
0: thing. Previously, Lizzie was choosing like the 10 out of 10 in the pack, like the, the look looker of the pack i'll just say it like, was i th- yeah ziva is the looker right
1: but I, mi- like, I mistook who ziva was if we went to... i thought ziva was the white one with brown spots not the brown one with white spots
0: okay and i'm saying like we're not ta- like we're not ha- showing but or... no it's
1: fine name Did... your ugliest alpaca lizzie <laughs>
0: <laughs> so lizzie was demanding that we name like the breadwinner if we were like going to competition the which bre- we're not <laughs> like no th- that is the alpaca you would take to like yeah okay. compete compete that and that's a thing are there okay yes, we're, are not, you, no, we're no we're not doing that we're there maybe for nothing you but should love. um and <laughs> maybe you should compete and so i was not down for that but then shane was outside when we got home from lunch when i was going to introduce the alpacas to lizzie and lizzie yeah. was like i love this one yeah and uh i was like oh that's like our personality alpaca because she is the one that has You're like awful. these buck teeth. No, listen to me. She has these our buck teeth. personality it- <laughs>
1: one. You are the most toxic alpaca mom I've ever met and your tape is showing. I know. I'm and taking the tape um, off. It's better than nothing.
0: So she does have like these... Very intense buck teeth. But
1: she also has like a beautiful kind of smoky eye. Oh, she's beautiful. And she has like the roundest eyes. I've gravitated towards her eyes and her ginger appeal. And she does like the very
0: top of her mane is the same color as Lizzie's mane. I love her. And Lizzie goes, this one could be Lizzie. And Shane goes, oh my God, I kind of like that for her. Because I'm
1: the personality one.
0: And we haven't named her yet. So I do think that tentatively that alpaca will be Lizzie. I'll
1: always call her Lizzie. I just
0: have to make sure like Shane's consensual outside of your presence as well.
1: No matter what, I'm calling her Lizzie.
0: (laughs) I'm fine with that one being Lizzie. I didn't have a name for her just yet.
1: I wish that you were more than fine with it. I wish that you were ecstatic to name your your personality, your hideous, your physically hideous. Imagine me asking
0: you to name your your next dog, Ryland.
1: Oh, I'll name my ugliest dog, Ryland. (laughs) I will do that for you. (laughs) I'll name my personality dog, Ryland. You
0: chose the personality, Alba. I love I her. Put that upon I know, but I wasn't saying like let's find
1: the ugly one and name it Lizzie. <laughs> like that's not how it worked. And she's not ugly. She just has buck teeth. But and she's got is, buck teeth, and it's almost like someone broke her face at some point because it it grew in the
0: I love her more because of that. Like yeah, I, I identify with her because I feel like as a person, I kind of like this tooth has was always an insecurity of mine. Should we
1: call her Lizzie? <laughs>
0: No, I like just Lizzie. I like an homage to just you. You are my BFF. So like, I don't mind having an an alpaca named Lizzie. But yes, we've gotten the alpacas. I don't think the actual like journey of them coming home has aired on my vlog channel just yet, but it's a very fun process that has happened. And I just want to say like inside of this process, I don't know why I'm this girl, but I am like, I've been to Murdoch's a hundred times, which is like the Walmart for farm.
1: Oh, I thought it was the feed store.
0: It is the feed store, but it's like the Walmart walmart you can get everything The walmart feed store yeah you there's clothes for farmers there there's tractors there's supplies there's dog food there's everything you could ever need if you have a farm and so i've been to murdoch's a hundred times but (laughs) not just in murdoch's pretty much everywhere i think i'm that girl that can do without a cart because I feel like me what? getting a cart is oh, like you're gonna so fill official. It no, it's more so like my shopping experience.
1: <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> like
0: I don't want, I don't want to feel like settled in. Like I don't want to commit to the store in that yeah. sort of way. I feel like if I have a cart, like I can't like maneuver out quickly if I'm like. You feel uncomfortable. trapped. Yes. And so like, I never like committing to a cart, but I always get in the store and I'm like, and then it's even more awkward. Like, cause I get the cart not to be awkward. Right. And then because I don't have the cart. I'm so awkward because I'm trying to hold like feed and buckets and things. And then I end up getting a cart anyways. And I was just wondering if anybody else out there identifies with me. Like you go to Target and you get the handheld one. Well, see, but at Target,
1: it's not because someone's worried about being awkward. It's because they're worried about filling that cart up.
0: Oh, see, I'm the opposite. Because that's me. Like like...
1: I feel that way because if I grab a cart, it's like, all right, whatever I want is going in this cart. Uh,
0: And I feel like I'm committing too much to like having my me in the store.
1: Do you know what I mean? I mean, I get, I, have, I understand like what you're anxiety, saying, but I don't bit. identify. <laughs> <laughs> like me personally, the devil does not identify but with that. But even
0: if I go to like Trader Joe's, it's like, I can't ever commit to the cart unless I'm with somebody. I have to use the handheld one. Have you
1: talked but to a the therapist handheld, about this? No, and
0: that's what I really need to uncover is like, why <laughs> can't I commit to a cart if I'm alone? Yeah, what is that about? I don't know. Are you okay? I don't know. And it never has worked in my favor, ever. Like, Ever, because I'm never going to a store and just need what I can fit in one of those handheld yeah. things. But I've never learned my lesson.
1: Would it be shocking if I was losing feeling in my arms? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here feeling like a lot of oxygen is being cut off to the majority of my body right now. <laughs> I feel tingly and Deep weird. Deep breaths, mama. Deep breaths.
0: <gasps> um. And then on like another note of my alpacas, like I couldn't keep like initially like the idea in my head, the fantasy of like keeping them a secret until I revealed no. it in the vlog was like so there. It was like so me. And then the second I got them, I was like <laughs> posting like I just I had no self control because I just love. Well, you announced so them much. on the
1: podcast before it was even
0: official. I know, but the podcast is like you guys deserve it. You're like <laughs> you're diehards for us. You're our audience. Yeah, you're the podiums. You deserve to know things before the rest of whoever. Anybody. Any of the rest of the world. The trash of the world. Like, I feel like you guys are very diehard. You're
1: an exclusive group.
0: Yes. You get everything first on the podcast. Yeah. And... So then when they finally did come home, I never go into like my unrestricted messages, but I was just like, oh, I want to see like what people are saying about the alpacas. And I got this really nasty message just about like YouTubers moving out of LA and how it's become trendy to like get farm animals. Like Jeffrey got yaks and now we're getting alpacas and we're the most irresponsible people in the world that don't deserve to have animals that are like this. And I was like, what? First of all, you know nothing about me or my situation. Like, yes, I post my life online, but I didn't like <laughs> this flippantly... This isn't
1: the poster that you want to be
0: defending <laughs> yourself in. Oh, I think it is. Oh,
1: okay. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I just think like it wasn't like we moved out of california because we wanted a breath of fresh air like and i think a lot of people that that i know you can't take me serious
1: it's just how good the hair is and how much uh, it's really it's an
0: expensive wig yeah it's a really good one (laughs) i went to cherry creek which is the beverly hills of denver
1: stay focused on your soapbox finish your speech it's beautiful (laughs) and justice for all
0: (laughs) But no, I think, like, during the pandemic, like, everyone, you reflect on what's going on in your life. And L.A., like, I love L.A. L.A. has a very special place in my heart. But it's not the most wholesome place to have relationships that are friends even. And
1: and as a couple of wholesome girls, I would just like to say Colorado is where women like us belong <laughs>
0: oh yeah oh yeah but i just think like the evolution t- of us getting to where we got alpacas was not like this irresponsible or weird or like trendy like we weren't like oh, oh you
1: didn't get alpacas YouTubers to be trendy. Are getting
0: al- are getting farm animals so we need to do that to like be relevant or something which is what this person was insinuating and i was like they because al- they were like they get this for the instagram photos and no. i was
1: like the Instagram photos, yes, that's why because you guys are I having a baby. Like, no, <laughs> just kidding. But that's not why they got the alpacas. <laughs> Sorry.
0: No, no, I, I mean, it's so ridiculous. I don't even know why I'm responding to this. Yeah. I was just like, how well, dare you? Well, it's making me
1: think of something. How dare you? What? I found out the name of that YouTuber that has those blind French bulldogs. What? It's Joey Garceffa. 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 Joey, he has, f- he has four blind French bulldog puppies right now. And I thought that I would use our platform to make a plea to Joey to please God, give me one of those blindies. Okay. I'd love to rescue a French bulldog. All right. There's one named Jack Jack that can maybe see. That can maybe see? Yeah. And there's one named Leah Michelle, which I think is so fucking funny. <laughs> I would love to take one of those puppies on. Like, contact me, please.
0: <sighs> okay. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Sound off in Joey Garzaffa's (laughs) comments below Get me that fucking puppy Um, Did you like meeting the alpacas? I loved meeting the alpacas And I liked the way that their lips felt on my hands (laughs) Is that weird to say? (laughs) Their big eyes are so beautiful. But I want them to just kiss me. Like I want, like I I love to just hold my little dogs and let them like, because Bubs will hold my face like Mm -hmm. this with a paw. And Icky now does the same thing. Like Icky will kiss me and hold my face and I love it. I want to be able to hold those fucking alpacas. But I know for a fact if I was ever left alone here, you'd catch me out there just like (laughs) covered in spit from having tried to like hold all of their little necks against their wills. (sighs) I just want to cuddle. And I really think they should be free range chickens. I think you need to have all the doors open because when I was washing my hands earlier in the kitchen I just had a vision of like an alpaca could just be here curiously no
0: and I really want them to get to know their space that is their primary space that is their safe space so I think I'll have them like exclusively there for the first week while we're really getting like used to each other because they are in a new environment but because our entire property is fenced in and alpacas don't challenge fencing they will as because like I'm also like slowly having like um positive interactions with the dogs and the alpacas like still through the fence yeah but like our other neighbors in the neighborhood their dogs coexist with the alpacas they're not like besties but they like coexist they're brothers and so i'm trying to get to that stage as well but i want to do it very slowly to make sure that it's like a nice a nice positive
1: Blending of, families. blending of families i love but
0: we will like they won't just like the alpacas won't just be like free range yeah. the whole property all the time but for like a few hours throughout the day yeah and then like, i would like to back.
1: be their safe space <laughs> <laughs> is that is that possible is that something we can arrange
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh but i just love them so much i'm grateful the, for the way it the, happened
1: the way that they look at you with their eyes i've never felt so seen and they're so they're they're I can't get over the way their little mouths feel. They're just so soft. And they
0: have like permanent smiles. Yeah. Their eyes are these big, big, Beautiful eyes. And what I love so much is even though they're not like the cuddliest of animals, the second you like walk out through the barn, they come to you. Yeah. They like want to see you and interact with you. And it's just so like. They're a
1: big stress relief. Like, I do wish I could get all of them in one bed with me (laughs) and just like sit.
0: It's a good escape from the rest of the world. Like, I'd like to sit on this
1: couch and watch some shit with them. Mm -hmm. I love them. Well, that
0: farm door back there, that is like my dream to like leave that farm door, the half of it open. Yeah. Where just their heads can be I want them in like up in this
1: house I mean never say drink. never never
0: say never um so I don't know did you want to talk about like the way straight boys can't seem to dress themselves. And I'm not a straight shamer. Like I'm not one of those gay guys that's like eh, to anything th- but gay.
1: Yeah. But like, I have noticed that sometimes straight men struggle to find pants that fit them appropriately. Yeah. And I, I wonder what that's about. Like, cause the, it's more often than not, it's the pants are way too tight, way too and tight. And it's like, we're either getting like moose knuckle situations or butt cracks. And mm-hmm. I want, it's like, you feel your butt crack out. And like, I feel a camel toe You know what I mean You gotta feel a moose knuckle If your balls are so sensitive That you like Wince in agony If I like so much As graze your testicle The wrong way You feel your fucking moose knuckle And it's not cool my guy Well I went through a phase Where I liked skinny jeans But You never looked absurd In your skinny jeans You weren't rocking Like the 2006 Like wet seal Skinny jeans on men But now I
0: can't even imagine Like I like A baggier jean That like hugs the butt A little bit But is loose Through the thighs And then Tapers in at the ankle because I'm not like I can't do the TikTok trend. That's the baggy, baggy denim. No, but I don't know. Like we were walking today and we were just having some issues with some of the straight men out and about. There was
1: there were one too many like too tight pants, like aggressively, tight. aggressively tight,
0: your, and their butts like hitting you in the face. Because and then it's so,
1: and, but it, like uh, ugh, sorry, I just burped and I got a whole well, girls cauliflower like butts, moment.
0: Right, like you, girls, like a good butt. I, yeah,
1: like Joe's butt is everything. And what
0: kind of jeans do you have that man in? Chinos. And is that by his choice or your choice?
1: It was my choice originally. And then he bought a pair online to be like sexy for me. And he put them on and he's like, oh shit. And I was like, yeah, you can't wear those out without me. <laughs> but Joe's like also got a really nice little tushy situation. <laughs> like Joe's like ho- like hot. Like Joe's got like a body. A body, yadi yaddy, yaddy. Body, yaddy, yaddy, Yeah, like he's like a built strong man arm style, like shoulders for days. Like he has to shop at a different store because he's got such big bulky. Like he's got, he's like a stretch, like one of those stretch toys. Or He-Man I would liken my husband To He-Man for sure mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you watch that He-Shulk Or She-Hulk show I watched an
0: episode Me too I watched one episode I didn't hate it
1: I hated it Really? Yeah Wow hmm.
0: Hmm. 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 Um, And while we were at lunch Lizzie escapes me <laughs> She's like I gotta go and I was like Okay And she texts me From the bathroom <laughs> That she's watching Wedding videos On full blast Blowing up the bathroom
1: <laughs> well here's the thing if i'm shitting in public i'm definitely watching with something with high volume on my phone what's worse <laughs> like no because
0: you know either way it's yeah. like if you hear the bodily sound horrifying for yeah the, for the person that's it's not for you.
1: me it's for my disassociating it's not easy to shit in public so if i'm gonna shit in public i want to like disassociate it's uh, did like you I'm... shit out there yeah of course i told you to fetch i the first text was fetch me my squatty potty <sighs> and you didn't so it was a rough shit <laughs> that's the other thing that sucks about traveling all the time it's like the toilet paper's trash oh and i don't have my fucking spotty potty no your toilet paper is fine but it's like in public on an airplane in an airport the toilet paper blows out you shit in an airplane girl i in shit everywhere i shit not. all over you i shit my pants monster i not i can't help it what do you want from me you are the devil i have a fucking gluten intolerance that i don't do facilitate you? i just shit myself everywhere i go i'm shitting Hope you're eating. (laughs) It's been a while since we talked about shit on the show. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. You've completed
0: your checklist for Halloween. You've got your spooky costume on and you realize, wait, I never got the candy for the trick-or-treaters. Well, who do you call? Nobody. Instead, download the DoorDash app and order from over a thousand local stores in your neighborhood to get all of the treats for your trick-or-treaters delivered. You can get your Halloween sweets, treats, and supplies all in one place delivered directly to your door with DoorDash. With DoorDash you're not just getting the things you love but you're also supporting the community you love too. From the stores to the restaurants and even the dashers driving around each purchase provides a new opportunity for everyone involved because with DoorDash there's a neighborhood of good in every order. I'm so excited that DoorDash continues to partner with us on this podcast because it's genuinely one of my most frequently used applications. I use it as a personal assistant to get anything and everything I need to my door just the other day we were about to record the podcast i realized i didn't have a memory card i ordered it and right before we started filming it showed up magically. For a limited time, our listeners can get 50% off up to a $20 value and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app and enter code SIP22. That's 50% off up to a $20 value and zero delivery fees when you download the DoorDash app in the app store and enter code SIP22. Don't forget that's code SIP22 for 50% off up to a $20 value and zero delivery fees with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Today's podcast is sponsored by HelloFresh. And because I'm no chef whatsoever, I love that I can count on HelloFresh to deliver delicious tasting meals that I can accomplish myself. With HelloFresh, you get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh is now offering vegan recipes on the menu every week, made without animal products of any kind, like dairy, meat, eggs, or honey. You can enjoy meals like sweet chili tofu bowls or spicy coconut curry stir fry. The best part about HelloFresh is it works with your ever-changing schedule, the plans are flexible and you can choose your meals for the week. You can update your preferences or change your delivery day all within the HelloFresh app. Everything is fully customizable and I love it so much because when my family comes over, I don't have to think about what I'm going to make them, but takes one more thing off my to-do list while providing something fun for us as a family to enjoy together. HelloFresh is offering all of you 65% off plus free shipping. You just go to hellofresh.com slash sip 65 and use code thesip65 for 65% off plus Plus free shipping. Like I said, you can use the code SIP65 and use code the SIP65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Well, I guess I can segue into my baby update. And That's then you all I want to talk about. Well, yeah, because in the car, you're like, I'm very insensitive to your baby journey. Yes. And what do you mean by that?
1: I just mean every time I like bring up babies and you're like, oh, don't bring up babies. I'm like, Why I wouldn't I bring up babies.
0: I think w- when we talked about the Kardashians, when there was like 100 babies, I was like, oh, had a little baby envy, but I'm yeah. not like, I'm never like pressed or mad about it. Okay.
1: Cause I was worried you were very sincere about it and I was just like, oh, whatever. And I no. felt bad.
0: Like, uh, yeah, it's not, I mean, but even like, I can't even say mine's harder than anyone else's because a lot of women have yeah. infertility struggles like, yeah. and have to do some of the same steps that even we're doing because they you know, yeah, so, and I think like timing's everything when it's right, it's right, like we've had a few hu- a few hiccups in the road, like the first uh the first round of the egg retrieval wasn't successful, like the and before we even got to trying, like the donor had had her period through the birth control, mm. so like before we even got to the stage, um, but other than that, we did meet the donor you have to finally. stop
1: fondling your own titties while talking about this, I don't know why. <laughs> And we we like... Our egg donor had a breakthrough menstrual cycle. <laughs> Hold on, let me tuck my fake titties well, in. Well, I
0: don't want to have a titty slip. You're
1: going to have a titty slip because you're ripping your titties out. Lizzie. Ryland. Let me... <laughs>
0: you do kind of seem like... Uh, like We seem like we're at the beginning of a porn. Absolutely. And it's a real fun porn because like I have the beard <laughs> and the boobs. You're like this sexy devil Wait, school teacher.
1: My shit's falling off. No, I'm not a teacher. I'm a... I'm like a dork don't age me I'm like a young Why? dork no
0: did you realize that we are the age that most of our teachers were
1: yeah and I try to forget so that that's all not the time aging you whatsoever. no the other day I texted my best friend uh and baby mama Haley and I was like dude it's been 16 years since we were 16
0: yikes. Yeah.
1: Yikes. yikes yeah yikes yeah yikes yeah yikes 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 yeah yikes. you have to give up they're Stop. not gonna stay. Stop it. They're not gonna stay. i know. Well, it doesn't
0: matter. I didn't shave, so like yeah. everything's ruined. Everything's ruined. I don't ruined. get my picture you know because Lizzie's perioded through her menstrual. <laughs> through her. Are you I- on birth control? Yeah. And you're perioding. Yeah. Is that you how get- that works? Oh God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and-, and you're perioding
0: oh now she acts all all knowledgeable I'm about not, women's I'm, reproductive I'm not rights it's not like
1: i know a fucking thing about my own hoo-ha but at least i know it's not called perioding also earlier when i asked you if your alpaca's menstruate you're like i should find out
0: <laughs> well yeah they, i mean one of them's a child they like because the previous owner of the alpaca's I think I already talked about it. There's a baby. Um, Do
1: I look a little purple in the arms? Like, honestly, look at this arm. It looks a little purple, right? I need to
0: get my grandma's oxygen reader over here for you.
1: Like, honestly, I feel a little blue.
0: You're lucky because your skin tone really matches the The toddies. Yeah. Yeah. Which I... It's
1: disturbing, though.
0: I'm not as blessed as you in that arena. I also have these crazy farm...
1: Farm farm tans. James also has a set of toddies that comes with a face. And it is perhaps the most disturbing thing you'll ever I see. I saw on Amazon you can get full bodies. Yeah. we So we have arms and we have face and we have... I don't know if we have legs, but I'll show you the face. And you can put the asset up if you want to, but you're going to have to blur it. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me more, mommy. Oh, where is it? You want to milk me after this? No. Mm. I don't think I could milk you, honey. Why? You don't produce milk. You don't know that. I mm-hmm. do. You don't. Whoa. Yeah. Terrifying, huh? That is icky's trying to get him out of it he's like this is wrong this is wrong who is that that's james
0: wow yeah
1: it's disturbing as fuck Hmm. here i'll bleep i'll blur the toddies so the audience can see
0: i don't know if it will be in focus elizabeth i'm sure it is thank you for trying
1: you're welcome so we met our donor (gasps) what Mm -hmm. is that legal what do you mean is it legal to meet your donor yeah why did you meet her
0: we wanted to get a sense of what our child was gonna be like. Really? Yeah. Of Where course. did you meet her? Where did she I mean, live? We've met our no, over Zoom. Okay. Um I mean we've met our surrogate over Zoom as well.
1: You met your surrogate? Yeah, over Zoom. Why do I think people don't meet these people?
0: I mean a lot of so like the the egg donor she's done this one other time and she said the previous family asked no questions didn't want to know anything wow but shane and i really feel as though like one day our child will be asking questions like we're not uh we're not thinking like they're going to think forever they came from shane and i together you know like they're gonna find out how this works and they're gonna think oh i do have a mom somewhere
1: i thought we were gonna tell them i'm their mother in my mind we were gonna tell them i'm there
0: i ask you to get you pregnant every day <laughs> this is such a slap in the face that you now want to you want to disguise yourselves as their mother when you won't
1: bear them <sighs> it's the way you're really upset Lissy did for get me. really
0: serious about my will today and asked who was going to take my children in case of an emergency and i was like why are you
1: gunning for them no i'm happy to be the third place taker
0: the third place okay yeah.
1: all right the third installment. Okay. The third installment. Are you line. that for any of your other baby mamas? Lily's mine if anything happens to Haley and Aaron.
0: And she's a really
1: good one. She's a prize. <laughs> <pick>. She's walking. <sighs> she's fucking walking. And she's like full blown communicating. Does she say Ryland when she walks? No, thank God. <laughs> Lily, never say Ryland. Ryland no rye rye stop this is rye rye i know she's
0: watching (laughs) you know lily lily mama lily mama say lily may she responds to lily
1: may lily may say rye rye (laughs) rye rye this is so not how i want her to know you actually it's pretty safe it's pretty it's like this is exactly how you should be known sometimes i feel like when you're in a a wig Mm. and a dress you become like a yeah she's a different woman oh my god and we love her
0: yeah almost you don't you don't want to be around me in a wig quite honestly um
1: no that's not true you're very fun
0: okay thank you it's like
1: a liberated you Mm.
0: it's like me after a couple glasses of wine
1: it's like you after you smell wine Ah. (laughs) you're so funny (laughs) oh oh what do you want to do Uh, you me stop it i'm a married woman
0: lizzie did almost like pull a finger in my butt when she was doing my corset
1: i did not yes you did i did not you did you were bending over like a little slut and you were trying and pulling your skirt up and i said you put that down and you went
0: (laughs) i pulled my dick forward so it wasn't weird
1: it's all weird all of this is weird Joe was like, I didn't know you guys were doing slutty. I was like, this was Ryland's
0: idea. I made fish heads. I said, Joe, don't fucking worry about it. Our audience (laughs) is women and gay guys. If you're straight in the comment section, let me know. I'm actually curious if there's some of you. And are you gunning for Lizzie? Let's know if there's a threat to Joe. There's no threat to Joe. Did we already talk about how upset you were when you discovered there were no, like, yeah, nobody hitting on you in your DMs?
1: no nobody's hitting on me in the dms <laughs> and that's fine ever not everyone needs to be hit on in their dms some people need other things
0: i don't think i'm getting hit on in my dms either so it's you fine.
1: said someone said hey cutie in snap on snapchat right that's a dm
0: okay mm. whatever 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 mama
1: should we transition into some advice, advice though? though all right so today's
0: advice though is starting with two am the asshole submissions awesome so it's a little Am I the asshole themed? <laughs> they're a little bit longer, so stay with us. I think it will be worth it.
1: Hi, Ryland and Lizzie. I hope you are well. And Chris and Shane, too, if they're there. I'm not sure if I attract crappy people in my life or if I'm the problem. And I'm hoping you can help me. I don't have any, I don't have very many friends and I never have. Long story short, none of my friendships last. People either betray me or hurt me and I'm someone who can only take so much before I have to separate myself from the relationship. Fast forward to present day, I'm friends with someone who I started a book podcast with during quarantine she has been pretty shitty to me throughout that time not allowing me to post on our shared Instagram telling me uh, what to wear for pictures to the point that she's criticizing my outfits and calling them cheap fast fashion Mm. she gets mad if I don't respond to her ASAP and picks apart all the little things I do I put up with a lot of it because the podcast was her idea so I let her be in charge also we have fun together and we've grown the podcast a lot so much so that publishers send us books to review for free but this past week I got sick with COVID I didn't respond to her text for a couple of days because I was sleeping and she has since blown uh, blown up at me when I told her I might not be able to record the podcast this week because of how sick I am she showed no concern for my well-being and instead was furious that I didn't tell her sooner she threw such a temper tantrum over text that now I don't even want to do the podcast with her like ever this just kind of feels like the last straw how do you know when it's time to cut a toxic relationship off versus when uh you should keep fighting for it it I don't want to become known as someone who just cuts people off as soon as things get ugly, but I also don't want to waste my time and energy on a shitty person. Am I the problem? Do I just attract shitty people or do I need to stick things out longer? There's more to this particular story about why I think it's time to cut ties, but any advice you can give would be appreciated. Thanks for taking your time. You guys make me laugh and I love the podcast and both your vlog channels so much.
0: I mean, I think you've given us enough evidence as is to justify cutting ties. I, would uh, evaluate sooner when you're meeting people. I think as we get older, it's harder to find friends that will treat you right. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've come to a place where you respect yourself enough to say goodbye to a relationship, even if it's toxic. So, like, yeah. good on you for knowing what's healthy and not healthy for you. Um, but I deal with Lizzie every day, so like I get what you're. <laughs> Just kidding.
1: I have to go. Um, no I mean I, I I agree with that And I think a big part of if you've Noticed a pattern of like shitty people coming Into your life that you have to get rid Of then I wouldn't say that you are The problem but I would say That there is something that you need to tweak In the way that you see and respect yourself So that you stop attracting people Who come in and bombard you and take Advantage of you
0: yeah I agree And if you really look up Front people will tell you who they are Yeah they will give you signs they'll show it through Their behavior and I think you can only learn that as you get older because we all want to especially because it's so hard to make friends we want to think the best in people yeah we want to make friends and we want to have a good time and I think uh, a toxic person can really mask themselves with a lot of fun yeah throughout like weaving in things that make you go they did that but I'll give yeah. them another chance because
1: I do this all the fucking time like I'll notice something in a person that I'm like that kind of makes my stomach feels funny but maybe it's just me and it's like that's not me giving myself enough credit. It's like, no, Lizzie, your feelings are valid. And if you don't want to be around someone, you don't have to be around that person. Mm-hmm. And you also don't have to give them space to be awful to you. Like, this happened This happened to me, like, two weeks ago. I was really? like, yeah. Remember I was texting you? We can't go into details about it specifically. But, like, I've been around this person where it's like every time I'm done being around them, I don't feel good. Like, mm-hmm. I actually feel that i feel like i've been picked on and i don't like it
0: and i think the first step especially when you're in deeper with someone such as you are in a working relationship with this person, who now you're having to do this with, uh, like if, if if this was just your friend, it would be a lot more simple. I do always think you should choose your headspace while also being honest with yourself, yeah. because it's like if this is a pattern and you are the common denominator, you do have to look yourself in the mirror. But if we're putting that aside, mm-hmm. it's like you really do have to choose. Yourself, yes. And this sucks if this means that your podcast that has now become successful has to go to the waistline. My advice would be to first try to have a very civilized conversation face to face with her because text messages, you can't always tell the tone. Things can go.
1: And beyond it being about being able to tell the tone, you take back your power mm-hmm. and you show yourself that it's okay to have your feelings and to voice your feelings and to make yourself a priority when you don't do the chicken thing of texting it. You have to do it for yourself to gain the strength and the momentum to do it like personally.
0: And I think, like you were saying, there could be some misunderstandings. Is there something
1: wrong with your flight? No, I just wanted to check because okay. i vibrated and now. I there
0: could be some like misunderstandings on both ends that harbor resentment. And mm-hmm. if you don't talk about things that bother you, yeah. it could like if you really pissed me off, I never told you you pissed me off my resentment could come out in different forms for things that are completely irrelevant to the situation in which I'm mad. Mm -hmm. So maybe throughout this business, with both of you like you not being able to post on the instagram or you not having access to maybe the analytics or something and that's something you want maybe there's all of these things that you guys need to just lay it out on the table and if you want to continue this podcast you're going to have to start anew you're going to have to start fresh and you're going to have to create boundaries and say like this is exactly what i want and this is exactly what i want and we need to tell each other when we piss each other off like even sorry i'm 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 going a lot just
1: really quickly your nipple is hanging out now. Nope. No? Stop it. <laughs> sorry. I had to tell you. And since we're, just because we're already distracted, it's not waistline. It's wayside. Okay. Okay. And I feel like,
0: there something you said once like did kind of rub me the wrong way it was a nothing and I was like I do have to tell you this because I don't want to hold a resentment No I don't love him
1: like once <laughs> he says once as if it's not daily But I think it's very important I agree with you I think it's very important to communicate specifically because you're in a collaborative position so even for yourself before you walk from this relationship give the relationship and yourself the opportunity to voice your concerns and it doesn't have to be confrontation It can be a dialogue. No. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, saying, I'm agreeing. I am saying, saying like, you want the confrontation. No, it doesn't have to be. Okay, because con- I was going to say, someone hold my hair.
0: <laughs> but um, even if it's unrelated to the podcast, I think if you're going to have a business with somebody, you have it's a relationship. Yeah. Such as a love, re- like s- an, a love relationship. Yeah. You have to have an open communication. You have to let each other know when you hurt each other's feelings, and you have to grow together instead of apart. So you need to work at it like you would your boyfriend or your girlfriend.
1: Yeah, and also I have to say like. It's shocking to me how well this podcast has worked for us because generally I would not work with my friends. Right.
0: Yeah. No, I agree. And I think it's because like if I do something a little weird, I tell you or oh, I think it was even I know exactly the scenario I was like anxious about telling you about but then i did because i was like you're coming to film a podcast this weekend and if i don't oh, tell you yeah i'm going to actually like wait what was be it resentful it was something with uh my brother who like helps you with finances
1: oh yeah and that it, was a it misunderstanding. was it was yeah it
0: was, and it was totally a misunderstanding and it wasn't necessarily your fault at all but because I felt I was like, well, I recommended Lizzie. And it was so I was like, my stomach was turning. And I was like, if I don't tell her, I'm going to be like resentful and take like digs at her. So I think a lot of the digs coming your way could be resentments that are not related. But I think you need to have a sit down conversation, start anew and be honest with each other. If you ever want to have a shot at this podcast, if that doesn't work, you have to cut ties.
1: Yeah. And I think not even about preserving the relationship but about retraining your brain in the way that you handle all of your relationships starts with trying something different and instead of just cutting ties and running it's speaking unconfrontationally unemotionally about what you want and need in a relationship without it being a problem to want and need things Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah yeah and like quite frankly like I don't think working with your friends works. Mm, Yeah, it's
0: very special circumstances. Yeah. All right, let's get to the next because we
1: Um, get through a lot. So I work in a pretty small office and I have one coworker that I and almost everyone else in the office just can't stand. She's at least 20 years older than me and I find her to be incredibly immature and annoying. If I'm being honest, she recently had a family member pass away and for the last few weeks, everyone in the office is going over the top to be overly nice to her and make excuses for her when her work isn't up to par. Since I would not consider her to be my friend, I have not been doing this because I think it would be disingenuous and I don't want to pretend to be someone's friend just because they're going through a hard time. I'm not mean or anything. I'm a cordial towards her. I just don't go out of my way to comfort her or ask her how she's doing constantly. I have also had family members pass while working here. My partner was actually... Uh, Jesus. My trigger warning. Trigger warning. My partner was actually contemplating uh, suicide about a year ago while I was working there as well, which was one of the hardest things I've gone through. But I still showed up every day, did my work, and didn't try to talk about it in the office constantly. Am I the asshole for not pretending to be her friend? Of course, I care that she lost someone close to her and I feel for her, but we all go through hard times. I'm interested to hear your feedback. I love you guys. Lizzie, you're on. Oh my God, I'm an icon and I'm obsessed with every outfit you wear. Please start telling us where you buy your clothes clothes honestly this one as well yeah mostly it's the gap in Abercrombie but um I don't think she's an asshole I don't think
0: you're the asshole either I do think it would be disingenuous for you to start a relationship because of a traumatic event in someone else's life yeah if it happened organically or you guys had a run-in I don't think it would be weird for you to say like I'm so sorry or if it's on a if, it, if you're included in a group email with mm-hmm. all of your co-workers that like your boss started mm-hmm. I don't think it would be awful of you to just weigh in and be like I'm so sorry I hope you're doing or like wish your condolences yeah but I do think going out of your way and trying to forge a fake relationship because something awful happened to somebody isn't something that you have to do in a workplace
1: I also don't think it's great for the person who's going through the loss
0: no because then they have to it's almost demanding of them as well yeah in a weird way
1: yeah it and it's something that drives me crazy is like the amount of times people ask like are you okay like no, no. I'm not like and uh, no and, and you know I'm not
0: and is it fun to explain why you're not okay no. like everyone knows so yeah I didn't even think about it in that regard I
1: think quite frankly like if a person is coming to work it's allowed to you're allowed to be very grace gracious to them someone going through like a major loss or like a life crisis yeah. like be be gracious be patient
0: especially with her work not being up to par even if that's something you are having to pick up I think being understanding of that that's for a certain the, that's the of time.
1: kindest thing you can do yes but I don't think because I personally like I've been through some things and it's like like I went to work the day like both days I lost somebody I went mm-hmm. to work and I would have not been able to like I welcomed the distraction because otherwise it's like I'm sitting in a very quiet space and my body's still in shock and I'm not like for me I'm talking for me I'm not ready to process something that quickly. And, like, I need a minute. You know what I mean? If you
0: haven't had time to process yourself, the last thing you want to do is talk to somebody you've never been close to at about work. it. Yeah. Like, maybe if you have a bestie at work, yeah. like you.
1: If you're, and you're, and you need to talk about it with your bestie, that's one thing. But if, if, if like Joe Blow at work is like, Hey, I'm so sorry, I heard about your massive loss. Do you want to talk about it? It's like, not with you, Joe Blow. No. We've Hard never pass. been
0: friends. And Hard it's pass. not. Yeah, yeah. I do think the kindest thing you could do is if you're on her team and her not being being as efficient at work means that you could help pick up a little bit of it would be the nicest gesture you could possibly do because it shows like yes we're not the best of friends but i am i am not above like helping you out in this trying time
1: yeah and you don't have to do it forever it's just no no. like and yeah you're not an asshole not at all. And I'm sorry to hear about what you were going through, too. Like, that's that's really yeah. hard. It's a lot to go through. I am in high school and I'm gay, but my mom wants to pay for my college. I'm really scared that when I come out to her after I have left, she's going to hold that over my head, but she won't let... Uh, but she won't let me pay for it. I also can't come out to her now because of safety. I know that when I tell her it isn't going to be good because she is very Christian and Southern, which is not a good combo for the gays. Do you think I should come out before college and not let her pay or wait until I graduate and then come out and still not let her pay or just let her pay? Any thoughts uh, you have would be appreciated. Hmm.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, she's your mother. And I feel like if she doesn't come around, that is a huge loss for her. I wouldn't hold on to something you know is who you innately are. I think the but best- you By
1: hold on, you mean like stay closeted? Yes. Okay. Because you, so you're saying you would not stay closeted?
0: I would personally not stay closeted. I came out at a little older of an age because it took me a little bit longer to like come around to like- assuring myself that that's what in fact it was i
1: mean i remember you wanted to come out when you had a boyfriend yes and, and that was a big part i kept
0: of it. being like as soon as i have a boyfriend is when i'll tell my family because it's easy for me to just be like oh i'm in a relationship and this is who it's with yeah i thought in my mind i was like that's so much easier for me to like digest and have them digest i and, mean I- and
1: it's a little bit like just choosing to like tell your parents you're sexually active, which I also like for me, like I, I don't have that relationship with my parents. Like I'm not going to come home and be like, guys, I'm fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's weird.
0: But I do feel that there was this, uh, this whole thing that took over my life until it happened, where I felt like I was lying to everyone around me. I felt like I couldn't unlock my potential. I felt like my personality is who I am. And I felt like I was hiding and like pushing down who I was. And I truly do feel like when I accepted myself for who I was, when I became comfortable in my skin and I didn't, care what other people thought about it is when i became successful Mm -hmm. because i allowed myself to be me and live authentically as who i am and i know it's not that easy for everyone like i think a part of me moved to los angeles because i i like i wanted to do everything i wanted to do but another allure there was like I didn't think anyone was going to get judged for anything because everyone was a melting pot of moving from everywhere to in pursuit of their dreams. Yeah. So I think that was a buffer that did help me. Like, I I don't know if I was in Colorado when I came to full terms with it, if it would be so easy for me to do so. But I do think in doing so, you will find what your future will hold faster.
1: Yeah, I also think that when you decide to diminish who you are or to to hide who you are for money, which would and money is your tuition in the scenario, you start training yourself in a really toxic pattern. And I understand that school is very expensive, but I I think that more than anything, you you cannot put a price tag on your emotional well-being and what Ryland said about when he finally became himself, he became successful. When he finally came out to his family, he he and no longer had the burden of the anxiety of the quote unquote lie that you felt like you were living mm-hmm. with. You blossomed professionally and personally. Yeah. And the same I think is true for myself. So not in a gay way, but in a in a different way in, in my alcoholic way. Yeah. I hated myself so deeply that it felt like I was living a lie. Cause I didn't want to be here and I never wanted to be here. And the second I was able to come to terms with that and accept myself and love myself, was I able to thrive personally and professionally as well? Right. So, um, and, you know, for like a long time, you, you make it seem like, oh, no, I'm OK with living this way because I can't afford to live another way. But that's that's a lie. And when you're doing that, you're just keeping yourself from actually living. And I think the faster you tell your
0: mom, the faster your relationship will be become repaired i feel like the sooner the better because like you're going to feel even more in myself like my mom knew i was gay but it was more so for me i felt the lie and the lie grew within me not her Mm -hmm. so it's like and it it wasn't necessarily a lie it was just like it was the time it took me to come to terms yeah but that's how it felt internally so i think that's one thing. The other thing is really evaluate where you want to take your life. When I was in high school, I didn't understand the implications of the debt I was getting into or signing up for. Mm. Ask yourself what you want to do when you grow up and the best steps to get there. And maybe it's if you're college. worried about financials, maybe start and do your the general things that the general credits you have to do anyways at a community college that doesn't cost you everything all at once so like I wouldn't make money your end-all be-all because you're going to find a way
1: and also uh but I do think that it's really important that we acknowledge the fact that uh it doesn't feel like a safe space for them to come out right now of course yeah and I think that that is a uh that is a valid thing that you really need to check in on like what uh, what is uh what is a safe space for you to come out in and if safety is a concern a backup plan or until you're old
0: enough to leave the house and be on your own
1: don't yeah don't put yourself in danger but also really really focus on the specificity of that word safe what is not safe about it are you in physical danger are you in emotional danger what is unsafe about it? Are you, or are you just terrified of the response that you're going to get? Yeah. And and really weigh out what the reality is of that fear. Is this an anxiety bred of was, your own insecurity, mm-hmm. or is it an anxiety bred of you know growing up in an, a in a physically and emotionally abusive environment? And
0: I agree with you. I was going on the information we had. His concern is his mom is religious. Yeah. So there's that. But I felt like your um punishment may it be would be financially based on what we got but i agree with what you said
1: oh and i'm I'm like not even just for the specific inquiry but for anybody listening who's right grappling with the same issue um know what that is because like also i didn't think it was safe for me to tell people i had relapsed before I mm. got sober this last time. And it's like when I hold on to that secret and I don't tell people because I'm like, oh, I'm going to lose my job or I'm going to lose this relationship or I'm going to lose this person's trust if I tell them that I was on drugs or like had relapsed or whatever. That's not true. That's keeping myself in a sick, in a sick, they cyclical are pon-
0: potential possibilities. There's the potential of consequence,
1: weren't. but the the grander consequences is, is perpetuating a live omission. And allowing and like yes. and every time I did tell somebody, oh, I had relapsed, it actually built trust because I was being honest. And yes, there's a very big fucking difference between coming out as gay in an in an un, in an unsafe space and telling someone that you relapsed on drugs. But I'm talking about They're harboring both secrets. Very, yes, yeah. No,
0: I don't think that's invalid at all. You're speaking to your experiences. Um, but good luck to you, and we wish you the best.
1: Yeah. Good luck. Life is, like, you've got your whole life ahead of you. That's exciting.
0: And the sooner you can live it authentically, yeah. I mean, better.
1: mm Mm-hmm. Mm sorry guys i'm losing a lot of oxygen peaking in high school <laughs> i
0: titled it that
1: dude honestly like i wish you could feel what my arms are like right now does my scar look like it's turning purple <clears throat> a little i'm
0: really telling you dude I need I to get like out of your situation I'm like, honestly scared a little bit these boob plates are really like
1: tight
0: like oh my gosh
1: yeah oh where'd my phone go
0: oh. oh we have one more
1: okay what is it peaking in high school yeah Hello, guys. Hello, hello. You talk a lot about self love, but I find that so hard. All I think about is what I looked like four years ago in high school. I was athletic and I didn't even worry about what I looked like. I am married now and I look in the mirror and I hate my body. My husband and family say I look uh, good and the same I did back then, but I don't see it. I used to always have to wear makeup and I stopped that and I felt good, but I'm back to that again. I just don't feel comfortable being myself. I worry about going to the gym, eating, what I wear, just everything. What is something you do to love yourself?
0: I think we talk about it a lot on this podcast, which is like enacting habits that produce a healthier state of mind. Mm -hmm. I understand falling into a rut, especially I'm guessing it's not that physically drastic if everyone around you is saying I don't think you look that different Mm -hmm. or you've gained weight but like I understand to a degree like I feel like recently as it's gotten cooler here like I've never been like oh my gosh I'm gaining weight and I know I'm not like plus sized Mm -hmm. whatsoever but I do feel like I've been eating more than ever and like the bottom layer of my stomach has like gained a little bit of pudge Mm -hmm. and I do keep being like oh what are you doing what are you doing why are you doing this and I've never like ever thought about that sort of thing ever. Like, it's not a struggle that I have had. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it is just... Taking steps in your life that Make you feel better even if they're Challenging Mm -hmm. if it's going to the gym Even if you don't feel great because Eventually it will make you feel better Not only releasing endorphins But over time like physical results As well
1: I also think that um, Something that I'm trying is I'm trying to remove my Self-love and worth from My physical appearance Mm -hmm. so It's like I what what, uh, What does happiness feel like to me like What makes me happy those fucking fried pickles make me Mad happy dude. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat the fried pickles. Like that hands down, I'm gonna die one day, and I don't wanna have died missing one fucking fried pickle. And
0: that has been kind of my mind state in like how I've been just eating and trying yeah. things and living and loving as well. But it can get you to a place where even if it's not physical, I think like over time, eating like eating well but those, does change. Right. My- and
1: those pickles are also gluten-free. Like it's like it's I'm not <laughs> talking about doing heroin because it makes you happy and you're gonna die one day uh. and you're gonna wanna do heroin. But I am saying value yourself differently. Uh, the, your value is not determined by your weight on the scale. Your value is determined by your happiness and your kindness towards your fellow man. And that's it. And I think asking
0: yourself what the deeper issue is. Like, why are you in a place that you're constantly worrying about this anyway? Is like the day-to-day routine that you have right now unfulfilling? Do you want to make a change where you're doing something that may... Like, you, you were saying earlier, like if something makes you happy, go after What makes you happy go after the feeling that makes you happy chase happy and go after it
1: Yeah, if you're not feeling fulfilled by your life it you got it like honestly, it cannot be about what you look like. We're born with our bodies expiring. Your body is going to change. Your face is not going to look the same that it looked day after day after day. You have to start to love yourself for something more meaningful. Danielle Robey came on our podcast one time and she was talking about her body image issues. And she said that every time she starts to have like negative self-talk, she'll think about doing something that's good for her fellow man. And when she puts herself into a... A service position She's no longer Thinking about herself In a physical Mm -hmm. sense But she's thinking About making the world A better place And I think that's like A really beautiful thing You can do And I'm not talking About like you know going and building houses in a foreign country. I'm talking about something as simple as saying something kind to somebody else, reaching out to someone, you know, and saying, Hey, I really love this about you. And or like, yo, I was just thinking about this one time you exuded strength. And, and I wanted to point that out. Like finding just things that. you're
0: passionate about yeah. finding things that light a fire under your ass because yeah. then you're more involved in that and how excited you are about whatever it is you're working on or like building up to that. You have less time to like, consume how you feel about how you look
1: and i also feel like we're such assholes for talking about that like right now while we look this hot
0: <laughs> wow, well,
1: in our fake titties do we keep going
0: no you've got an airplane i've got to catch. go you've
1: got an airplane to catch
0: <laughs> you've got to go i did start thinking next episode is our 100th episode
1: <gasps> oh my god it is my arm on your elbow <laughs> you gotta get this boob played off i really do
0: (laughs) (laughs) and you got to change before this uber comes i am i am fearful of how uh you might be treated in the airport looking that sick. yeah
1: i mean i got stopped in the tsa on the way here because my sweater was tucked into my pants and it's like what are these toddies gonna do all
0: right you guys well good night no uh good night I,
1: and good luck <laughs>
0: uh thank you for watching our podcast we so appreciate it uh happy halloween I, what happy halloween i mean i don't even know if it's that week yet it is but this is the week this is halloween week
1: no i mean halloween's on a monday and this comes out i think on the 26th so the last
0: episode before halloween yes, yes. and then after that we're on our way to thanksgiving and christmas Mm. Mm. All right, you guys. Uh, If you want to follow us on social media, we're at The Sip Official. We're also on there personally. Lizzie has a vlog channel where she posts every Tuesday. I have a channel as well. Come hang out with us. Live, laugh, love, and vlog.
1: Uh (laughs) (laughs) Toxic as fuck.
0: (sighs) Um, All right, you guys. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Goodbye.
1: And And that's The Sip. Ah. Undo this corset. Okay, bye. Right now. (laughs) My arms are numb. (laughs)